Hello, hello, my intelligence rebels. I'm actually with the one, the great, the awesome Jeff Walker. Hello, Jeff. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Olivier. Uh, Jeff, so I'm, I'm very happy to, to have you today because, I mean, you have been my mentor for like uh, more than 10 years because I, I, I joined your mastermind for the first year. And I think right now it's the 11th year, maybe? Yeah, so we're, we're coming up on the end of the 11th year now. <laughs> My God, so it's like it's been a long time. And I've used your, your method, the product launch formula, a lot. Uh, and it's like uh, responsible for a big part of uh, my success uh, online. So today I'm very happy because we will talk about this because you just uh, launched actually a book called Launch. I don't have a physical uh, version, but I have it here on my Kindle. And it's actually uh, an expanded um, update of the, the book you launched maybe in uh, 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Um, That's correct. So we're here to talk about this. Um, so, so first of all, what is a launch? Wow. So a launch is based, like in our world, it's how we release products or services. Um, it, it's, it's how, and continue to release them. And so the way we do it in, in my world, I've developed this process. I've, I actually just had my 25th anniversary of when I started my first online business. And I've been developing this process from the beginning. Um, and it's what, what we do is we, we release a lot of great free content before the launch of the product to get people excited about the product before they even know something's coming. So it's all about building value, building value, building value, and doing it in a way, in a structured way that naturally leads into the sale. So, you know, a lot of people are starting online businesses or growing their online businesses and they might have, they might, uh, they might have physical products more. This is more, most of my clients have digital products of some sort. They might be an online course, a membership site. Um, it could be a mastermind, a coaching program. Um, and, and with so many people starting them, you know, a lot of us aren't natural salespeople. This is the way that you can have a very, very effective sales process and come out with massive momentum right from the start without being some amazing salesperson. So would you say it's kind of similar to what Apple is doing when it's launching like an iPhone or what Hollywood is doing when they are launching big blockbusters? Absolutely. That's a great analogy. If you look at Hollywood, you know, it used to be there'd be like one trailer released before a movie. Now there's multiple trailers that, that build excitement for it. Right before the movie comes out, all of a sudden the actors are on all the podcasts. They're on all the, the YouTube channels or all the TV shows. That's to get people stoked and excited before the launch. Apple's the same thing. Right now we're in the fall, which is full on Apple season. You know, they just had their event where they released their iPhones and I think they their Apple watches and they updated the iPads and they've got another event coming up to release that where they're going to release their new MacBooks. And so what happens? They there there's all these rumors ahead of time. Well, those rumors are not an accident. Those rumors are at least some of them are seeded by Apple. And then there's even rumors about when the event is going to be. Like, I want to get a new MacBook right now. And there's people are, there's, there's articles being written about when the next announcement 
it's going to be. Is it going to be October 12th? Is it going to be October 19th? Is it going to be November 4th? And then they'll have the event itself, but you still can't get the product at that point. It's basically a way to build anticipation and turn your marketing into an event. And so it's very, very effective for Apple. It's very effective for Hollywood. It's very effective. You know who does it really well is the gaming industry. They, they do it really, really well. This is how to, to take that power of the launch and bring it to our kind of businesses, people that don't have huge budgets, but we can still turn our market into an event and get people excited before something's even for sale. Yeah, because I mean, maybe like hearing Apple or Hollywood can scare people because they're like, okay, but I'm a small business. Uh, I cannot use the same method, but your methodology is actually a way to use these for small businesses. So it's very accessible. Uh, people do, don't need like a big budget and a big uh, like uh, means of production. They can use just what they have right now and the internet. Um, would you say it's like the most powerful method to sell online products? Um, I would say, I think it is. You know, I, I might be the, the carpenter only as a hammer, so everything looks like a nail. But <laughs> right now, if you look, there there are... Um, there's, there's a couple ways to sell stuff. One of them right now that's really hot, they call it challenges. Challenges are basically, they're a launch that follows this formula and it's just, it's called a challenge. Um, webinars are very, very, very effective. Um, and I, I, I think there's sort of two models. You know, there's the launches and there's webinars. But really, these days the lines blurred, and we use webinars within our launches. And what and launch and webinars, if they're doing it right, are using the elements that we use in our launch. So, I would say it's it's if it's not, I think it's the most effective there is. Period. Um, I also think people are doing really well with webinars. So I, I don't ever want to be the person that says I've got it's the be all and end all. But the reality is, is my clients, my students have done over a billion dollars in launches in every market you can imagine wow. around yeah. the world. In so um, many industries, I mean, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've been part of this community now for over a decade and you've seen the people and just, you've met them in from everywhere in the world that you can imagine uh, in all kinds of different languages um, with in every niche, you, you know, just, just crazy niches. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, uh, teaching uh, salsa online. Yes, you can do it. Teaching golf online. Uh, like, uh, I, I, we, we had a Catholic priest uh, at some point in the group too, uh, who wanted to sell, uh, I don't like uh, tapes of, I mean, like, yeah, preaches basically for, from a priest. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, and it's very interesting you, you, you mentioned webinars too, because if I will guess, I have the numbers so I could check, but I will say maybe 70, 80% of my income comes from uh, launches and the rest, most of the rest is from webinars. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's the most powerful method to sell online for sure, but webinars are great too. And uh, just so it's maybe a, a bit... Um, like for people who don't, don't know these, before, like the historically, the launches were pre-recorded videos. And when you say it's a bit more blurry today, it's because more and more launches are made live, which is like webinars. So yeah, the line between uh, a normal launch and webinars is not the same as before. Uh, <laughs> we we yeah, could say yeah. like a, a, a modern launch is made of webinars, actually. Uh, but yeah. Right. I always and use even, webinars during my launches and it's great, but yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And even webinars, what is a webinar these days? Is like someone teaching on Zoom and then making an offer. Is that a webinar? Or is a webinar someone showing slides? I mean, it's a lot of it's blurred. And frankly, in the we've seen such innovation. I mean, this market, it's just been nonstop innovation for since I've been involved with it 25 years ago. And since I've been teaching how to do launches, it's been over 15 years, but especially since the start of COVID, uh, just everything has just evolved and evolved and evolved in a radical way since then. Yes. And um, in, uh, I know in the English speaking industry, so many people use launches, but sometimes you stumble upon, you know, uh, businesses that are doing well without it in the French speaking industry too. Uh, let's say someone is using already all the tools available except this one. Do you think it will be able to raise to make more sales with launches, even if you use everything else that is available? Well, I, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the interesting thing. So a lot of people coming into my world have are starting out from scratch. They don't have a product. They don't have a list. They're just starting from scratch and they're having success. Um, you know, it's a lot work, more work for me to try to get them and a lot more work for them to just and get that initial piece going. Because if you're starting a business there, there's a lot of work to be done um, and you really need to do a launch, I think. To, to, to build that first product and to get that list going. But if it's someone who already has a business and you have an online business and you started to build a following, started to build an email list, hopefully you've got some type of a, an audience. And especially if you have a product or an offer, something you're selling, then heading in a launch is just an absolute no brainer. I mean, it is just absolute no brainer. It's probably, it's going to be one of the biggest when you do your launch, and there's some work. Now, there is work involved in doing this. But when you do your launch, it's probably going to be one of the very best weeks you've ever had in your business. I, I like to say that it's not uncommon. It's not a guarantee, but it's not uncommon to do the equivalent of one year of sales in one week. Obviously, it's one week because uh, the sales are open for one week, but it, there is a lot of work before, right? So it's not right. completely, but right. still. And it, a lot of people will say, come on, what is this scam? You cannot make one year of sale in one week. And But when you really uh, follow the formula and you have a product that really interests your audience, that's something that is doable, that is achievable. Yeah. There is no guarantee. It's not going to be easy, but it's totally doable. And I mean, the, the first uh, public launch I did, I, I made the equivalent of like 100,000 euros of sales in one week. And I had a list of maybe uh, two or 3,000 people at the time, which so it was crazy, you know? And uh, it was like half of what my regular IT company was making in a year. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, I was completely blown away, you know? Uh, and, but I mean, for people who don't know these, it can seem like completely crazy. So it's just to show that it's possible. It's, I will, there is no guarantee that it is going to work for the, for you like this, but at least you're going to make some sales if the offer is aligned with, uh, with what your audience wants. So for someone who is, uh, okay, he, ha he has a product, he has a, a small audience, and he doesn't know anything about, about uh, launches. What would be like the first step to, to do something? Well, you, so they have an audience and they, and they have a product as well? Yes. Is that, okay, but, but they don't know anything about a launch. So the first thing you do, so really, it's a very much a formula. 
And we've developed this formula. I say we, meaning me and all of my students that I've worked with, and they help me learn, they help me get better. But so we've developed this formula over these years. And typically you'll you'll have three pieces of content. And historically, back when I started, we didn't have we didn't have video, we didn't have audio, we didn't have live broadcasts, we didn't have anything. It was email was the thing we had. So it was done via email. And then audio because you, came when out. you invented it, it was before YouTube, before Facebook. It was another different yeah. internet back then. It was. It was before Google. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah. Um, it was a different world back then. But as these new tools come out, we've started to, we just use all the tools that are available. And so now most launches are done via video, or as you mentioned, now a lot of them are done via live broadcast. And, and both are effective. Um, and, and they sort of, some people are more comfortable with video, some are more comfortable with lives. Frankly, email launches still work. Um, but for most people, it's easier to, to speak your, 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 your message literally to a camera than it is to write it. A lot of people struggle with writing. And what you'll do is you'll, you'll, you'll create three pieces of pre-launch content. And you know, they, they follow a formula. The first one is typically what we call the opportunity. It's about sharing the opportunity. Any, whatever we're selling, if you've got a product and this hypothetical person has a product, that product has some opportunity to make people's lives better. It either takes away pain or it delivers more pleasure. And so it, there's an opportunity for someone's life to get better, for them to quit smoking, for them to develop a meditation practice, for them to, to have a better golf swing, um, for them to meet the love of their lives, so whatever it is, it, everyone, there, there's an opportunity to make their lives better. And that first piece of pre-launch content is about that. And so this is typically be either a video or a live broadcast, and you're sharing that opportunity for someone's life to get better, for them to lose weight, for them to become a better photographer, whatever it is. The second one is more about what we call the transformation. This is how it's actually going to transform um, if the first one is this, this, this conceptual idea that um, there's this opportunity to have your life better. The second one is really about what their life will look like when they have that transformation. Often in the second piece of pre-launch content, we'll, have, we'll offer some trick or some hack or some technique. We'll do some teaching that can get people a quick result. So they haven't even spent any money, but you're trying to get them that result. So like when I do my launch for my high-end coaching program in my second video, I'm talking about the three different types of launches and I'm helping my viewer actually identify which of those three types of launches they're going to use first. So that's the second piece of content. The third one is what we call ownership. And this is where we try to take, have them take ownership over, of that future change in their life. And also start thinking about taking ownership of your product. And you're not trying to hide that there's a product that's coming. You're, you're just teaching and you're delivering real value throughout here. Then in the fourth piece, it leads into what we call the open cart period. So everything before that was this pre-launch period. Once you get into the open cart is where you actually, nothing's for sale in pre-launch. You're just delivering value. Once you get into open cart is where you actually open the shopping cart, that's where that term comes from, 
and you start taking orders. This is your actual launch. So your fourth piece of PLC pre-launch content is actually once you, it actually is the open cart period. It's the beginning of the open cart. And that now you're starting to get the messages about enrollment. And it's about enrollment in your product, but it's also about enrollment in themselves. So if someone has decided that they're, you know, they're interested in quitting smoking or they're interested in having a meditation practice, it goes from here's your opportunity. This is what your life will look like if you are successful in quitting smoking. Not, but and it's not just your life, but your children's lives or your, your, your friends' lives or your grandchildren's lives and how their lives will be impacted when you're healthier, when you're not smoking, or when you have this meditation practice, or whatever it is you're doing. Once you get to that open cart, it's like, okay, now you've seen, I've shown you how you can do this. I've shown you how I've worked with other people. Now I want you to step up and enroll in yourself, enroll in your future, and enroll in my product. And so really what it, uh, if someone's just starting out, it start, it's basically putting together those pieces of the launch that will lead people into the actual open cart. Yeah, and that's a great like summary. And you you said like a lot value. And really, I think it's one of the one of the key takeaways and people can take from this is like a launch. Uh, even if someone doesn't buy your product, it will uh, have it will be like super happy to have followed your launch because he will have learned something useful and he can actually apply in his life. And hopefully, he will also see results just from the free content uh, you shared. And it's really like a, a key a, a key point. And another takeaway, and I hope people you understood, is like uh, you need to make like the launch of your product an event. You want people to be excited about it. You want people to talk about it in advance. You want like to make it something big, you know, uh, not just like, hey, oh, oh by the way, I, I just uh, released a product. You can buy it. Click here, <laughs> which is like uh, the worst way to do it, right? Um, right. And, and so we talk a lot about um, uh, online products. Is this formula also working for physical products and services? It does. It does work for physical products. Um, it's uh, like I said, most of my most of my people are probably eighty percent of them are doing digital, but it, it works for physical products. Um, it, you know, John Gallagher, he's in yeah. our, our mastermind, and he's done physical products over the years. Um, I have in, in the book. I talk. Did you read um, the Amy Small is selling yarn? Uh, it's absolutely amazing story. She sells yarn, custom hand-spun yarn, or not custom, but hand-spun yarn. You know, beautiful yarn, not your average yarn. And Olivia, I don't know if you know much about knitting and crochet or, or yarn, but people are very, very passionate about knitting. And it's and it's it's a, it's actually a very big market. So Amy has has had this business for a long time. And she used to sell, have this, she, she'd get this yarn made. She would design it. It would get made in India. It would get shipped to her. She would ship it out to like yarn stores. That's typically how the yarn world works is there's stores where they sell yarn. But she had no contact with her end customer at all. And she was just dealing with the yarn stores, which was sort of like a middleman. And... Um, she started, she basically 
learned about the formula, came into my world, and she started doing launches direct to her customers. And she would do what she, she would actually sell knit along. So she would sell the yarn, but she would also sell the pattern to knit a sweater. And then she would have these knit alongs, which was basically a coaching. So, so it was a combination of selling this physical product, yarn, shipping out the yarn to people, but also having a digital piece, which was the pattern, and also have a training piece, which is the actual experience of going through the knit along with all these other people. She is, this, she's only been in my world for a couple of years. She used to sell the yarn at wholesale and barely make any money whatsoever, work really, really hard, was completely beholden to whether these yarn stores would buy her yarn and carry her yarn and whether the yarn stores would be able to communicate with her the end user of how to use this custom yarn, which is different from regular yarn. Amy, her last launch, she did a hundred thousand dollars in sales wow. in the first hour. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> in the first hour. Um, so the launch went on to do, I, I forget the exact number, but I think it was around $400,000. And she is in just a very short time has built this business to be a million dollar business with way higher margins than she had before selling direct to stores. Her story is actually in the book. Um, uh, it's chapter, I'm not sure what it is. It's, uh, I should know this before I come on here. It's probably like chapter 12 or something in there. Um, absolutely amazing, amazing story. And uh, yeah, so that's a great proof that you can use it for physical products. Obviously, digital products are easier because the margin is higher. It's easier to, to scale, but it's great to know that you can use a formula for different things. Um, you know, regularly, we uh, can hear people saying, hey, uh, email marketing is dead. And sometimes we also hear people saying, uh, hey, oh, uh, launches are dead too. So, I mean, you have been doing that for 20 years, apparently still doing very well. What, what, how do you answer the, these people, you know? Um, there might be a day where email is dead, but you know, the only people saying email is dead are the people that don't have email lists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's who you know the folk the, the the people that say an email are dead are they they probably have some product to sell you about social media usually it's the case actually yes <laughs> exactly so literally so social's great um but they're and and i cover social that's one of the big things a, a whole chapter in a book on using social media in your launches because it's so big and it's so important but at the end of the day, you don't own your social media profiles. You don't own exactly. your social media followings. They, they, social media platforms come and go. So they go out of business regularly. Uh, even prominent ones go. Even like Google, you know, like Google Plus. At one point, Google said the, the bonuses for every employee in the entire company are going to be dependent on the success of Google Plus. That they did you know that Olivier? I didn't they, know that. They, yeah, okay. they 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 said we're going to make this work. We we need to build a social platform, and they put a ton of money into it. I spent a bunch of time on Google Plus building out like my profile and stuff. Well, it no longer exists. They completely shut it down. 
Yeah. And, you know, so regularly they go, they go out of business. Um, is Facebook going to go out of business anytime soon? Probably not, but they also will lose favor. Like if you're going after and a they do already. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you're going after a younger demographic, Facebook is it's just not a thing for the kids. Um, and, and the, and so they come and go, uh, but also they change the rules regularly. And so if you spend all your time and money and energy building your social profile at the expense of building an email list, you're, you're playing Russian roulette. You know, you could get shut down at any point. They could shut down your account for, for all kinds of reasons. You know, YouTube was threatening me because um, we, we, one of my team, so I put out a weekly video, um, which sounds archaic now to only do a video every week, but I also like to have a great lifestyle and I don't like to share every moment of my we life. So I do a weekly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a weekly video. Um, it'd be better if I did a, a daily one, but I don't want to work that hard. So I do a weekly video. One of my team members found someone violating our copyright and went to report them and accidentally pushed the wrong button and reported our own video. And we got a copyright strike from YouTube. Really? Because we reported our own video and they, and like, and there was only one strike, but if we got two more strikes, they, you know, our account's gone. Or, yeah. or it's ridiculous. It's just, and they, there was no way we could, we could fix Cancel this. it. That's crazy. Yeah. It was just crazy. So, um, you know, it's a silly story, but I know people that have had their YouTube account shut down. I know people have their yeah. Facebook, and Facebook account, account of course, yeah. ad accounts. So, so, you know, you, you own your email list, you own your email list. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and leaving that aside, just emails, what drives sales and anyone who has an email list knows when a, a, a responsive email list where you've built a relationship with them that when you hit that send button it's just like hitting the accelerator it's just like the gas pedal it's just like instant like boom you're you take off and that's not the way for socialists you put on a social post and nothing happens for most people like there's like there are exceptions to the rules um but in general email will get you way more results. And Olivia, what, I mean, what are you seeing in your business? No, exactly. I always tell my audience that there are only two uh, places on the internet that you already own. It's your uh, email list and your own website, basically. So um, everything else, you're, you're not at, on your field. You're not uh, at home, you know? They, they can kick you out anytime. Uh, the rules are changing constantly. The algorithm is changing constantly. So you need to be careful about this. So of course, it doesn't mean you do want to build the whole ecosystem, but you, you want to build as a foundation of the ecosystem, the, the places where you are really the landlord, the owner, and nobody can, can kick you out, you know? So right. I completely agree with that. Uh, so so you, you teach all of these in an in a online course called the Product Launch Formula, and you have been doing that for like 15 years or something like this. So why write a book? Don't you like kind of shoot yourself in the foot by doing that? Because the book uh, is already like a very good uh, teaching of, of the formula. Absolutely. Um, so three reasons to write the book it, for me um, personally. One was legacy. So... I invented something. I mean, this, 
this has literally changed the way marketing is done online. And it didn't do it overnight, but I've been teaching this for, for a long time, since 2005. And careers have been made from using this formula. It's, it, it's the way uh, well-known experts and thought leaders and influencers and experts become highly paid experts and influencers and thought leaders. It, it's literally changed the game of online marketing. And so I figured someone's going to get credit for this at some point, and it might as well be me since I was the one that actually created it. And so I thought the book would be just a good way to sort of stamp that legacy. So that was one. The other one was uh, altruistic in that, you know, my, my coaching program is not inexpensive. And I just know there are some people that either don't have the capability to buy it, um, they just don't have the money and never will, um, or just don't, are not willing to step up into that kind of investment. And so I wanted to get this work in as many people's hands as possible, because at the end of the day, I've done very well. I've been in this business for, you know, been this game for a long time, done really, really well. And, um, and, and I can basically step away from it right now. So my work now is about is making as big an impact, big as, as big a positive impact as possible. And so this is just helps me make a bigger impact. And then the third reason is less altruistic is I know a lot of people will read the book and they'll be like, that's amazing and I want more. And then they'll come and find me and find my website and end up buying my higher price stuff. And that has absolutely happened since that first edition came out in 2014. What I've noticed is um, most of the people joining my mastermind and my highest levels of my coaching, the, I wouldn't say the majority of them came in through the book, but I'd say the book is the biggest lead source of those. So, you know, it's like going to college. College, they're still doing really, really well. I mean, you can think about this like a college book. Colleges, are, you know, their enrollments are, are really high and they charge a fortune. Well, you can, for every one of those college courses, you can go buy the book but people still go and pay tuition and go to college because they want the full experience. They want to go deeper. So that's like when I was writing this book, I'm like, you know, anyone who's writing a business book like this, especially if an online course or coaching after it, you have to make the decision of how much you're going to give away. Mm -hmm. Are you going to hold stuff back or not? Are you going to just make it a teaser? And for me, what's worked throughout my career, really what the formula is based on it's just giving massive value, knowing that some percentage of the people will want to go deeper. They're going to be willing to pay for mastery. Hmm. So, yeah, those are the three reasons. Um, you know, one, yeah, simply legacy. Two, just to help as many people as possible. But three, because I know that it's going to grow, grow my business, and it has. Yeah, and I mean, I like it's really like at the core of the formula that to give a lot of value. And uh, why, when in doubt, just give more <laughs> and you will always like get something back at some point. I, I really like it. Uh, and there is something you don't talk about in the book. Uh, and I, I, you know, you know me, so you know that I, I, I was really influenced by the four hour work week book by Tim Ferriss. And I told you already that uh, you actually more an embodiment, uh, a great example of the four-hour workweek philosophy than probably Tim Ferriss. Uh, 
right? Because I mean, you don't work so much. You're very relaxed. You live in a in a small town in Colorado. Uh, you 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 just like came back like like today or yesterday for, from a river trip of like 10 days. We are talking about this just before. Uh, so I would like to talk about this, even if it's not related completely uh, with the book, but like, do you know how many hours you, you, how many hours you work per week on average? I, I don't. Um, because, uh, yeah, right before we hit the recording button, we were just talking about this and I just don't know how to measure it. And I don't, tend to want to put too much time into measuring it because there, yeah, it, it is a very good question. It's like, what is work? And like you gave the example, if you're reading a business book, but you're sitting on the beach, just completely chill, then that's not work for you. And so that's it's funny. a different answer for everyone. But what I, one of the things I try to do is not have anything on my calendar. <laughs> and if, really, if nothing you at look all. at my calendar, like, like for where this is, this conversation we're having right now is the only thing on my calendar for today. Wow. I, I've got zero things on my calendar for tomorrow. You know, tip I'm doing because this book has just come out, I'm doing some more interviews, but often in a given week, I won't have more than one or two things. A busy week would be three or four things, meaning like either meetings or yeah, anything scheduled, because I like to have, um, I do like to have a lot of um, unscheduled time where I can yeah. just, that gives me, that just gives me space to be creative. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I'm fortunate that I've been in business for a long time. I've done very, very well. I'm not that hungry to make more money. Money doesn't drive me, impact does, but I'm only willing to make that impact on my terms and I know that if I push myself, if I work too hard, I'll end up, you know, it, it is not conducive to me, to me making more impact. I'm also blessed to have a very, very strong team, an amazing team that takes care of so many things for me. It hasn't always been that way, but that's the way it is right now. Um, and it's just, it's an incredible blessing, but yeah, I, you know, one question I always ask is to what end? You know, why are we doing this? And, and Olivia, we've, I've known you for a long time, and I think you're an incredible embodiment of the four-hour work week, um, more than anyone I know. And it is, and I see, I don't know if you use those words to what end, but I see you consistently showing up asking that type of thing like why are we bothering to do this like just because everyone does this thing why why are we bothering and and so i mean you know this is a fun conversation talking to you i enjoy this i i i only want to do things these days that i enjoy um that's where i've gotten to my business and growth for growth's sake is not what i'm after um you know in here in america like you know, when I was a kid, 20 ounce at the soda at McDonald's is the large. Right now, that same one, when it came out, it was like mind blowing. I can't believe there's a drink that's this large. Now, when you order the small, that's the size you get. And the large is like, like, like this big. And it's, crazy. it's like, you know, more is not always better. In fact, more sure. is usually not better. 
um, better is better. And that's, I want to leave a, live a better life, uh, continually, where I continue to get better, where I continue to get sharper, where I continually have more quality in my life. But I'm just, I'm not going to work just, just for growth's sake. Yeah, we share a lot of uh, things on these, you know. I told you just before we started the interview that I decided to do 10x in uh, five years. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a way for me to challenge myself and bring my business to a new level to have more impact too. Uh, but I mean, I could have chosen something else, you know. It's not like I'm in love with making more money. I, I, I make already more money than I can, I can spend anyway. Uh, so I, we are completely in tune with these. And also I hate to have things on my calendar too. Uh, but I, I heard you, you, you're making meetings. Do you do like, uh, I try to avoid doing meetings with my team. Of course, sometimes I need to do that. Yeah. Do you feel the same way or do you have like a weekly meeting? Um, we, I don't have a weekly meeting. Um, I do have an amazing COO who runs the team and she has a lot of meetings. You, you know, Kristen. <laughs> um, okay. I, you know, usually each week or once or twice a week, we'll fi I'll find time to connect with Kristen. We'll have a con phone conversation. It's not a standing meeting. I'm very, very careful of any type of standing meetings because I think like any meeting that's scheduled will often outlive its usefulness and people will just not stop to think Absolutely. like, should we keep on having this meeting anymore? And sometimes you have people in the meetings and they are, they are we are invited by mistake, actually. <laughs> and they yeah. are just losing time. And uh, not, not for, so it's a waste of time for them and for, for the people in the meeting. So, yeah. Yeah. so we tend to have like, like yesterday I was on a team meeting. Um, you know, I think, I don't, even, I don't even know how often the team meetings are, like the whole team meetings, because we're, we've grown up a big team. Olivia, I don't even know if you know this, but we're up to 40 people on our team. Oh, that's great. And, and so it's, a, it's start to be like a big company. Yeah? It is. It's crazy. It's a, it's just crazy. So, and you don't um, have any office. You're like me, right? Everyone correct. works from home. Right. So correct. that's also and, something we have in common. Yeah. Interesting. And it's always been that way, but like, so there's, you know, I'll show up for the meetings and then, you know, my, my role in that meeting is about setting the vision. So, but with 40 people to have an all team meeting, you know, we're not having that very often because there's not very many things we need everyone on the meeting for. Um, so that really yesterday we had this, uh, a meeting and it was just all about setting the vision for where we're going, what, you know, what, what's coming up in the next three months, the next year. Um, but in general, I don't have, I don't have any regular meetings. And uh, in the last meeting in June, I mean, it was a virtual meeting for, for most of us, you uh, challenged us for something very interesting. You said, hey, what would it take for you to take three months off or one month, one month off of your, from your business? You know, uh, is your business ready for that so that you're not even available for a phone call with your team? You know, that's a great uh, challenge. Uh, for 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 us and for me, it gave me like the the project of doing one month completely off this year. I mean, in the next twelve months, so before mid uh, mid the next year. Uh, do you go often completely off the grid like this? Because I know like, I am for, for the last ten days you were completely off, right? Yes. No, yeah. You were out yep. of the network. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So 
when we so those are mastermind meeting you're talking about so i just don't want, mm. want people to be clear so mm. in, in our mastermind we did that really it's a thought exercise and of course olivia you're the kind of person that you're like i'm going to take that thought exercise and i'm going to make it real so um i love that but just yeah this idea of you know taking a sabbatical and and there's a lot of things that it brings up um first of all like systems and redundancy and, and and but also just like internal to us as humans it's like okay is my identity so tied up in my business that i can i can't step away but um to get to your question i i'm a big fan of getting offline so these the, like when i was offline last week i was completely i was in the wilderness there's no cell connection there's no internet connection there's no connection period the only way you could get a message to the outside world was to travel you know 80 miles down the river and then get in your car and drive for 30 minutes and then you get a cell signal it was just out in the wilderness and i've done that i do that i think oh i think i've done in the last year at least three times wow three at least three times i've been in the wilderness completely offline um and i know it's a great uh you know it, it's a luxury and a privilege to be able to do that but where i live i i live where i live in colorado out in the mountains of colorado to give me that opportunity you know last last october i was uh, i did a river trip floating on a raft through grand canyon I was offline completely for 21 days. Um, on that trip, we did have a satellite phone that we could use in case we had like a medical or emergency. Um, but you know, we didn't use it because it was just for emergencies. So it's completely disconnected for 21 days. There's just no way, yeah, pure wilderness. And I think, Again, it's a luxury and a privilege to be able to do that, but um, but it's good for me. It's good for my brain. It's good for my emotions. It's good for my soul, and uh, and I, I love it. I highly recommend any one of us can go offline. You know, you, you got we've all got airplane mode on our phone, and uh, I <laughs> should have a simple brain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the wilderness is for me. It's airplane mode for my brain. That's a good. I, one. I love it. I love the analogy. And yeah. you know, that's also what I love about the Poke Lunch formula because it's so powerful that it gives you some flexibility with your life. Uh, you can be very ambitious and, uh, and use the formula to like skyrocket the, 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 the growth of your business. You, Eric Rocha is a licensing PLF for Brazil. And he, I mean, he's like really, he really, really, really want to grow. And uh, he has been working a lot. Uh, and, and you can see that he uses a, he has the same business as you basically, but for Brazil, uh, and he has a completely different philosophy. And the product launch formula, when you use it well, gives you this, this flexibility to choose your own life. And I think it's so it's such like a privilege, like you said, it's a luxury, um, and it's awesome, <laughs> just awesome. So thank you, Jeff, for sharing uh, all of these with us. 
So for people who want to learn the product launch formula, you have the book Launch that uh, is available on Amazon or any good bookstore. Uh, I know the first version was translated in French and a, a bunch of other different languages. I saw it uh, in, uh, in Portuguese in Portugal once, which is awesome. So hopefully the, this second version will also be translated soon. For people who don't yeah i'm sure English. yeah our publishers working on it and the, the publishing industry takes a little bit of time to get it going so I'm, it'll be a while till they they hit print uh throughout you know in all the different languages but i'm sure it will be but in the meantime i mean just read the first uh, edition in french if you don't speak english well enough and uh it will be worth it well 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 my intelligent rebels thank you for listening you are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.